0: court you went to court so i had jury, so I had jury duty.
1: by the county of los angeles to come and be on a jury i was very happy to perform my civic duty help make the world a better place so if you read the summons the summons tells you where to go where to park parking's free sure, sure. yada yada it tells you everything you need to know you just have to be able to read words on paper so I went in and this woman in front of me was a complete and utter fucking mess she was not <laughs> young you can't attribute this to like sure, sure. her just not knowing how the world works she has a bag with like six diet cokes in it and two sandwiches which I can appreciate that she brought her own lunch huh? and then she's got like two purses and all this shit and you have to go through a metal detector so like she puts it all down she's asking about the lunch she only has one volume setting and it's Karen so she's just there <laughs> she's literally like I'm not exaggerating she's just going to the security guards the security it is it's four feet away and she's like do I put my lunch on the bell? So she puts it all down. The rules for what you can bring into court are extremely lax. Yeah. Basically no weapons no glass. That's basically it. Right. People are there for the day yada yada yada. So she's like yeah yeah she puts it all down and it goes through the x-ray right. and then I get stuck behind her as it's coming out and they're like rubbing through her bag like ma'am you can't bring this in and it's a full bottle of perfume because it was glass. It was like this big glass bottle that had to be like I don't know six ounces of perfume. Right. How fucking long is are you planning on being here why did you bring six ounces of perfume I'm already in a jury room the last thing I want like I'm gonna have my heavy my, perfume my ears assaulted by what they're saying but like I don't need my sense of smell assaulted because you're misting yourself with whatever this you know Walmart perfume quiet please and I gotta explain that to my wife and she'd be like oh uh, hey, you're at jury duty I'm like yeah the spearmint rhino I was just hanging out of jury duty four three two
0: It's a truly terrible podcast. Welcome to Nonsense, episode number 45. I'm Jeff Parker. I'm Still. This is our take on the week's business, tech, and entertainment headlines. This time, we'll discuss the Epic Games versus Google lawsuit. It's America Recycles Day. America Recycles Day began in Texas, where two employees of the Texas Commission on Environmental Quality created Texas Recycles Day. This day spreads information about recycling and encourages people to recycle their waste. When these two employees, Kevin Turiff and Valerie Davis, left their jobs with the Texas Commission, they proposed the conversion of Texas Recycles Day to America Recycles Day. The first America Recycles Day was announced in Florida, and
1: over 40 states participated. Now there are over 3,000 events throughout all 50 states. Now, again, I ask the same question every week we do this. The points to educate people about recycling, is that it? Like, I don't just recycle on this day. I recycle on all the days. of course, of course, of course. No, this is just a day to spread
0: the word. Hey, people, maybe do some recycling. You're going to do a segment, I know, coming up in the future about whether or not recycling actually matters, and I think that's a really interesting topic.
1: I mean, I get smarter about this, but my understanding is like in the late 80s, uh, the oil companies were like, wow, we got a really bad image making this shit that goes into the earth and never, never goes away. We should create this thing called recycling. And they funded it for a couple of years and then stopped. It's one of those ideas like clean coal. It's it's a myth. There is no such thing. Clean coal, like clear coal. What if they had? Like like they got the guys that did the clear Pepsi, 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 Crystal Pepsi, Crystal crystal Coal. (laughs) Crystal coal is a thing. <laughs> I love that. How do you? Um, is your train? How's your high speed train work? Is electric? No, no, no. It uses crystal coal. Crystal coal. We should uh, we should add that to the high speed rail project. I'm sure that'll make <laughs> it go a little faster. It's also National Clean Out Your Refrigerator Day. Again, people do this every day. Don't wait. Just clean out your fridge every day. New technology
0: means new problems. Ever since the first household refrigerator hit the market, consumers acquired a new burden: cleaning it out. Whether it's moldy oranges, the brown bananas, or that milk you forgot about, cleaning a refrigerator can be a big task. And it's only natural that people would push the chores. Side. having one day to do a
1: big clean of the refrigerator is useful because it makes everyday cleaning easier if i only deep clean my fridge once a year i would have a goddamn science experiment because you have on. a huge
0: well everybody does everybody has a I giant mean, science project going on in their fridge
1: i try not to think about the condiments the condiments are the ones where you really get into the weeds where you're just like because I, I like i love me some weird pepper sauce do you
0: like throwing things away or do you just like ignoring it no no no, no i no. i love i love throwing things, things away.
1: away i just did this yesterday not knowing that it was national clean out your refrigerator day today so. So clearly I'm an overachiever. And I had like some (laughs) of this like lovely tzatziki that I bought from Costco. And and when you buy these flyer items from Costco, you run a real risk because you get like nine pounds of it. And I was like, I bought this in the summer. It needs to go away. Like, I'm not going to open it. It's just, you know, if it was around during a different climate, it's time
0: to throw it away. For for us, it's honey. For some reason, people like to give us jars of honey for gifts. For some reason, what a I weird don't kink that
1: is. I have a friend who's a, a listener who has bees up north. When I lived in San Francisco, he'd always give me honey, and honeycomb was delicious. But here's the thing: it's always struck me as odd. Not that you drink tea, because I'm a big tea drinker and I love tea. But the fact that you don't put sweetener in it—I don't need it. I love the taste of tea. But the Great Depression is over. You can use the sweetener. You can <laughs> use the sugar. We, we don't need to fight the Germans. It's okay.
0: I don't want to camp out on tea because I want to ask you. You've been away
1: uh-huh. on jury duty. Oh yeah, and I want to hear all about it. How was well, it? Tell first me of all, can we talk about the amount of hate mail we got that we didn't do a show last week holy crap yeah I know that was crazy we both got a bunch of hate mail like what no show I'm like fucking relax people I'm doing my civic duty yes jury duty was fascinating mainly because of the people yeah of course because you're getting what I believe to be a reasonable cross cut of the community that you live in there's some things that are fascinating about this in LA so if you live more than I think it's 20 miles from the court that you're picked for I always assumed you're picked yeah, for the court yeah, yeah. nearest your home that is not the case right they'll just pull you from from wherever where you're needed I wonder I mean, I guess you just have a supply demand curve, right? If you've got a, if you've got more people living away from a court and they need you in the court, they're going to pull you in. If you live more than twenty miles away, you can you can ask for a change of venue. Yeah. And they have a nice little tool on their website that lets you calculate how far away you live. You put in your address, and then it shows you the distance. Sure. Except it's as the crow flies, which is insane. Because I don't have a fucking helicopter, and if I did, I wouldn't need to move my jury duty. I would just take the helicopter. Right. Right. I am under twenty miles as the crow flies, but then if you add in you know actual driving on roads. I'm over 20 miles sure sure roads don't travel as the crow flies <laughs> no, no nothing in LA travels as the crow flies and this was this was, of course before the 10 fucking fell down yeah oh my goodness the the, the fine folks I can't really speak highly enough of, of the LA uh, jury service because oh, of course I wrote course. them a little note and I said hey here's my situation I won't be able to get down there in time it's like 22 miles away and they're nice enough to change my venue to the court that is 15 minutes from my house which is lovely perfect anyhow I was there for what I expected to be a day of service they had two cases that day a morning case and an afternoon case and the defendant in the morning case pled out at the last minute, so they actually didn't need our services. So I now I have gone to jury duty. I don't know how many times in my life—five, six times in my life—and I've never seen the inside of a courtroom because we've either been dismissed or have have had the the, uh, the folks plead out. So apparently, I'm just not wanted as a juror, is what I've come.
0: Thank to your lucky stars because I've been on a trial <laughs> and I've opposite. been the jury foreman, and it drug out and drug out and drug out. Sure, but you do what you got to do because you, you if you don't do jury duty, you don't get to complain about justice in this. Exactly.
1: Country. So that's what that was was what was nuts is of some of these people in the, the assembly room that were bitching like oh you know here's how i'm gonna get out this is what i'm gonna tell the judge and i'm like first of all the judge has heard every goddamn excuse in the book so good luck oh, the
0: clerks the yeah p- the people behind the desk they've all heard like, all the excuses they've chair. heard
1: everything this one woman i think you you're we were before our um, our floor doctor came in and yelled at us i was 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 mentioning her I, I swear to you this is a verbatim quote she said there should be professional jurors jurors that are professionals that want to do this you're and i'm kind of like, missing i point. don't think you understand <laughs> the whole intent of the justice system that is clearly not uh, how you're going to achieve justice <laughs> right. anyway it was it was comedy to me but i made it out unscathed i did get a little bit of work done on the show i was able to browse the internet on their lovely wi-fi and drink a coffee and then was dismissed at 10 45 it was lovely
0: and, and bravo for good on you for doing it oh my gosh that's this that's fantastic they,
1: i also find it fascinating that they give you a little green piece of paper that has been xerox from a xerox from a xerox that is my get out of jail free card for the next time i get jury duty oh yeah which i'm pretty sure i promptly lost yeah and now i'm like well what happened like you call me back in six months on the piece of paper you're like you don't have a record that shows I was here like how shitty is your record system but you know what do I uh,
0: know? although I was a foreman on a jury and nobody's called me ever since so I think they just have me blackballed <laughs> not that guy anybody else not sure. that guy you've done your duty
1: for the last time did
0: you bring in a box of pens that's gonna be my new thing next time that's I go super for jury smart duty, okay I'm gonna bring in
1: a box of, of funny you of mentioned pens, that a big one you've been on jury duty because the the dude who ran the assembly room super nice very patient one of the things he said and I like this is almost verbatim I'm paraphrasing but almost verbatim he was like uh and another thing I don't know what happens to the pens. I put 50 out last right, week. Right. We're down to three. I don't know where they go. <laughs> I'm like, this guy is so don't passive aggressive. Don't let him aggressive. see you. You have, to, you have to bring him
0: through the metal detector, so they're going to sure. see him at the metal detector. But once you get up in the jury room, it's a great idea.
1: act like you're reaching for a pen and put in 50. Just leave just leave some pen. Just like uh, you're
0: the Santa Claus of pens. Cram is, but, no, but don't let anybody see you. Just all of a sudden, there's a lot of pens. Sure. You can be that guy. St. Bick. St. Bick. Jolly old Saint Bic, Absolutely. <laughs> I got to move on to headlines. Are you, are you ready to
1: go? Wait a minute. How about your week? Uh, my week was lovely. Let's go on to headlines. <laughs> This show's becoming very one-sided I feel like a monkey in a cage I have a clock in front of me and I'm trying to get to a basketball game all right fair
0: <laughs> enough Google is trying to force Apple to support RCS RCS for those who don't know is a fancier version of SMS which is how you send text messages between devices and RCS is an open standard lots of people can use it and it, and it supports all the things basically that iMessage basically has which is you know you see when someone's typing you can send media you can send secure messages even it's pretty cool Basically, Apple's iMessage is designated as a core platform service under the EU's Digital Markets Act. Yep. So therefore, it should be interoperable with other messaging services. We learned in a deposition for the Epic Games versus Apple lawsuit that Apple Senior VP Eddie Q pushed to bring iMessage to Android in 2013 to try to compete with WhatsApp, but he was overruled. The logic was that Apple can't put iMessage on Android phones because then parents would buy Android phones for their kids and they would learn to get comfortable in that ecosystem. When texting to Android... Android, Apple defaults to SMS, sometimes with delays, which mostly works for text until you try to send movies or stills. That requires MMS, which Apple by default has turned off. You can turn it on, but most people might not know
1: uh, even what it is. You said which mostly works. I can tell you as an Apple user that is debatable because since it's SMS, you can't sideband it over Wi-Fi. You have to be connected to your carrier. That's how SMS works. Exactly.
0: Yeah. If Google does get its way, Apple could limit the breadth of the EU's ruling by limiting the RCS support in an iMessage to the 27 EU member countries. Now here's a question. You think this is a good idea or not? Should Should yeah, Apple be forced that. to
1: uh, support RCS? I mean, on its surface, you go, yeah, of course. SMS is terrible and ancient. You want to move to RCS. So on its surface, yeah. you go, well, yeah, absolutely. But then I think, and my, uh, my hunch is here, you, you and I are in the same boat on this. I kind of say no, because I don't yeah. want to support RCS. I don't even really want to support iMessage. I would prefer Correct. for us all to get to a better platform like Signal, where that it's cross-platform, that is truly secure, strongly encrypted, strongly encrypted no no keys that's really what i would want so you could argue that by n- apple not supporting rcs it helps it gives you an easier path it slows down to signal yes correct that would be lovely but i also don't like getting people to come over to signal has not been the easiest if you're not privacy minded if you're just like a, an average joe it's hard to get them off i because it's so easy
0: you know basically for me there's no other way to reach me so if you want to reach me and i'm totally cool if you don't want to reach me i'm great with that. that's half um, true
1: i can barely reach you via signal <laughs>
0: Yeah. I am I'm, I do not like sitting around with my phone in my face. It's absolutely true. You, no, this no, is that's not, no, no, hold on. You just
1: don't like talking to people, I think, is the problem.
0: <laughs> there, is, there is a certain amount of truth to that. I have said many times to my son, you can get very, very rich if you can figure out a way that people don't have to talk to each other. Yes. For example, if you don't want to call a taxi dispatch service, you just mm. want to put it tap, tap it into if your phone. there was You a want way. to order a pizza. Sure. Don't call a human. Tap it into totally. your phone. All of the big fortunes of the last five or ten years have been made, making it so that people don't have to talk to people. I get it. Uh, I want to say in a related story, yeah, the Nothing Company is bringing iMessage to the yeah. to its Android phones. Let me sure. get, let me back, let me un- okay. un- unwrap that. There's a lot there. Carl Pei was the guy who started the company OnePlus, which is a okay. phone company, an Android phone company that makes very very good. Isn't he a fellow Android Swede? Is, is he in your Swedish he, mafia? He is, he is indeed a Swedish Swedish right. uh, entrepreneur. I have been a OnePlus happy OnePlus customer for many many years. They are a, a subsidiary of now of Oppo, and Carl Pei has moved on. He started his own company, and it is called Nothing, and it is they are making Android, very cool Android phones. Okay, Okay. all that to say Nothing is on their second generation of Android phones, and Nothing Phone 2 owners will get blue bubbles. They will connect with the iMessage system through new Nothing Chats, the Nothing Chats app that is powered by uh, the messaging platform Sunbird. The feature will be available to users in North America, the EU, and other European countries starting tomorrow, November 17th. Nothing writes on its page that it's doing this because messaging services over dividing phone users and it wants to break those barriers down. But doing so requires you to trust Sunbird. Nothing's FAQ says Sunbird's architecture provides a system to deliver a message from one user to another without ever storing it at any any point on its journey and that its messages aren't stored on its servers. The interesting thing there is the the bridge services basically literally work by signing onto some Mac Mini in a server farm somewhere and the Mac Mini will then do all of the routing for you to make this happen,
1: which is kind of interesting. Again, it's kind of crazy. Interesting
0: that they're doing that. Huge fan. Of nothing, they make
1: incredible phones. I don't love this. Yeah, sure. You know, it's interesting. By the way, you started this conversation talking about RCS and moving SMS to RCS, right? Versus yeah, yeah. And, and then yeah. and then how how nothing is sort of filling the gap. Two things I want to point out. When you say RCS every time, it means something else to me. When you first say RCS, the first thing I hear or my brain first like boots is to version control.
0: Yes, yes, yes. From a thousand, which but, but oh from my a god, thousand years no, ago. from 1982. There are no it's terrible. listeners as old as you who are believing that. But do you know are, what's who are crazy? There,
1: they are still. Rel- leasing versions of rcs the most recent version of rcs was february of 2022 so
0: how are there any users left of
1: rcs who are who not using who are not using RCS? G-
0: that's just amazing
1: are you still on stone yeah like are you still putting things on tablet it's just beyond me so anyway when you say rcs that's what always pops into my brain that's just how how interesting let's
0: let's be clear to the users what is our what is rcs the messaging revision control system no
1: no no, no. Oh, oh sorry uh what does rcs stand for rich communications service rich communications services oh services plural. services i don't know i i feel feel like if we don't embrace RCS in the Apple ecosystem maybe that gets us the signal faster but realistically it's probably better to just get RCS on board it's
0: nice that Carl Pei is trying to figure out how to how to bridge this divide it's just it's just not my it's not my uh, you know Can not we, quite cheerleading cheerleading for it
1: I love the fact that this man has named his his most recent venture the nothing company I feel like he yeah. should be a sponsor of this show oh. nonsense should be sponsored. nonsense by brought by to you
0: by nothing by
1: nothing perfect yeah great. And, and by the way it's a great
0: company I'd be I'd be thrilled to be sponsored by by nothing sure I'm all for endorsement Saying things that I am, that I'm, you know, a fan, a of. big fan and, of, yeah, and so, so why not? Who cares? We don't need the money. I can move forward. Anonymous fruit picking robots are advancing. What the fuck did you just call me? Anonymous fruit picking robots.
1: I've been called worse. Okay, those are fighting words right
0: there. AI can pick fruit with greater precision for ripeness, sugar content, etc., no. than human
1: experts. No, no, this is bad. They can
0: even pick soft fruit like raspberries. No,
1: no, this is a terrible idea.
0: Why? Do you, do you want to have to go to a robot to get your your food? This is terrible. No, we don't want this. I think it's a very useful thing to have robots picking fruit off of trees, especially... No doing
1: raspberries it- for you. Yeah. You talk poorly of AI. It's no not-
0: raspberries for you. It's not the soup, Nazi. <laughs> oh my God. The robots are being used amid shortages of seasonal workers across Europe. No, the UK great, government yeah. said in December that it would issue 30,000 six-month work visas this year for the entire horticulture industry, including flowers, the same number as 2021. But the trade body British Summer Fruits wants an additional 10,000. Fieldworks Robotics has spin-out company from the University of Plymouth is aiming to have their raspberry picking robot harvesting 25,000 raspberries a day wow. compared to 15,000 for a human working an eight-hour shift. By the way, a human picking 15,000 raspberries a day, that alone is kind of mind-blowing. It is
1: totally mind-blowing. The fact that you can almost double it with a machine is is mind-blowing too. But wow, that, that human's really focused. Is it like the great Ganesh? Do they have like 10 arms? How do you how do you pick 15,000 robots? Well, 15, yeah, your, 000...
0: your machine literally can have as many arms as you want. It's, no, I at the humans. You know, yeah,
1: right. You figure that's 1,500. Hundred raspberries an hour. If you're doing a ten-hour day, that's a lot of fucking raspberries, right? Oh, it's an eight-hour day.
0: with the humans, they say it's an eight-hour day. The robot doing the picking is not going to have any constraints for
1: hours. There's no laws for how many hours a day a robot can work yet. Wait till their <laughs> lobby gets up there. Let me tell you that robot lobby. No one's going to want to fuck with them. What percentage of food production have we automated? I feel like damn near all of it. So this is just the natural. We're getting better. Of We're that. getting better. Yeah. It used to be what was it? Ninety percent of the people at the at the turn at of the farm? century. Yeah, turn of the last century. Yeah sure yeah, I had to work on and the now farms it's like 1% and now... 2% but can we also talk about how just in general I feel like everything the British name they just do a better job than us right there's arm holdings oh, which is still the best name ever Fieldwork robotics is perfect British summer fruits yes. like does what it says on yes. the tin, right they don't have some weird ass PR name that's just British summer fruits I know exactly what they do there's no confusion and also doesn't it sound lovely
0: wouldn't you would you love to buy something from the British BSF summer fruits? I would
1: I would happily buy something from the BSF I mean it's
0: probably just delicious and now yeah. finding out that the robots can pick things and, and make sure they have higher sugar content and that they're perfectly ripe, and all the things are exactly right. I mean that their quality has got to be. Can we get going this, up?
1: Can we get this on the label? I'd like to know on the label, like you know, if it's organic or not. I'd like to know if it was picked by a robot or not. Why would you want to know that? Isn't
0: it just better for humans? Would you prefer it? I think so. If it's picked by a human, I mean, I want to see the output. Or would you prefer it if it's picked
1: by a robot? Well, first of all, I, I do think you'll have like you'll have the three dollar a pound blueberries, and then you'll have the eight dollar pound blueberries, and those will be the ones picked by a human. It's like people that still buy handmade cars. What the fuck are you thinking? That's a terrible idea. You want a machine to do it? It does a much better job. You and I talked about this uh, story
0: that happened in Spain, uh-huh. the Cloth Off app. Oh uh, yeah, we talk about it here on, on the show. Kid, yeah, it's come to the US. Turns out I'm a platinum user on that app now. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, So the new high score. Parents of girls at a New Jersey high school said their daughters were humiliated after they learned fake pornographic images of themselves yeah. generated with the use of artificial intelligence were circulating among classmates i'm surprised it took that long to get here female students at westfield high new jersey learned about the images after observing sophomore boys whispering and acting weird on october 16th the wall street journal reported i don't know uh, it kind of seems to me like sophomore boys always act weird. i was gonna say what uh,
1: how what were they a different <laughs> how level are of they weird? differentiating this moment? we're gonna pump them full of caffeine and hormones and see what happens
0: they have no frontal cortex they're going to always act weird a few days later, one boy confessed to some of the girls that at least one of the students had used real photos found on social media to generate fake nude images of female classmates through an AI website. The student then reportedly shared those images with other male students in a group text. The girls reported the incident to Westfield High Administration and the school investigated the issue.
1: I'm not crazy about the idea of fake nudes of kids being passed around, but here's what I know. You're not putting this genie back in the bottle. There's no chance. Back up one second. Back up one second. Yes, if
0: I as an adult
1: make a uh, an AI nude of one of these underage females I'm guilty of child pornography yeah I don't know if you have to be an adult I think anybody that does that you're guilty of child por- pornography but yes is
0: somebody who's under the age uh, who, who is of minor age that's, they, they're, that's child pornography too think I, so. I, at that point it's their peers if I'm you know under 18 and I have sex with somebody who's also under 18 that's l- legit. Yeah. it's when there it's when we bridge that
1: divide that, that we have a problem I, I would suspect that's an age of consent issue but I still think I still think distribu- distribution of images of someone that's underage is child pornography in any form it doesn't matter what age you are when you did it I'm no legal scholar but I am on a couple state lists <laughs>
0: fantastic you're
1: gonna become a legal scholar fast <laughs> that makes me expert <laughs> on the <laughs> other end no uh, <laughs> so look I'm not crazy about about you were saying the genie's not out. Yeah, not gonna you, be put back in you the not shove this genie back in the bottle so you're going to to live with ai images and to me there are two paths to this that that make the most sense or the most efficient one is to just get comfortable with our bodies we're all every single one of us is nude underneath it all big fucking deal stop freaking out like we still have this quaker mindset where, like we're not wearing burkas but i feel like we're not far from it you're like oh i can't show any skin like but just fucking get over it Right? Like also, the body you're seeing is not that person's exactly. body. Exa- it's You're going to get it's really used to
0: photographs that look perfect being just knowing that's not necessarily that's, real.
1: That's one path. The other path, and this yeah. is one I'm going down, is if you want to, you know, like if the bully is making fun of you for whatever your shortcoming is, like for example, let's use a hypothetical. My last name is Little. Yeah. It could be easy to presume that perhaps maybe I've been made fun of in the past. And if you saw him in the shower, it'd make a lot more right? sense, but that's that's not here or there. <laughs> okay. So what you do is you get in front of it, right? You just make those jokes about yourself before the bully can can make those jokes about you, and you've disarmed the bomb. I'm suggesting so how, doing so the same how, thing here. Yeah, I was wondering, wondering yeah. how that applies. Just do what I do: dump all your nudes on the internet. But if you're 16
0: years old, you can't dump your nudes on the internet. Well, okay, for 18 and plus, just dump all your that's nudes a, on the internet. That's a problem. Yes, but we're talking about
1: high school girls here. Man, that 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 joke, that joke just hit the floor, didn't it? <laughs> so so hit, sorry, so hit the sorry. It's fucking floor. Dump all your nudes, and then I get I get serious. Man, on the other side, being like, well, they're underage. Then how would they upload them? Moment. Where would they store yeah. them? Would it be on an FTP server? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ, Jeff, come on! It's a joke, man don't dump all your nudes i'm so sorry i think just get no we're not gonna go back and do the laugh track i do think uh just get comfortable with your nakedness like really it's not that big of a fucking deal i'm not saying i go to a nude beach but like somebody made a fake image of you that's naked that's not you yeah okay big fucking deal like, you're not putting this genie back in the bottle. It's not going to happen. Yeah, theoretically, those boys could have Photoshopped exactly the heads of girls exactly. onto naked bodies. And, That's and true. hundred years ago- But is that also
0: illegal? Because then, I mean, you know, is uh, by the way, if the body is a, is of someone who is of age, sure, connected to a head of somebody sure. who's not of age, Great question. are we now looking at child I think, pornography? I, th- I don't know I, the answer I to that. I think
1: the view is if it's, in, it's sort of like- If, if it the, appears to if be it appears to be, yeah. Like if you're trying to make it look like it's underage, right? You're talking about Photoshop, right? I but, didn't, by the
0: way, I didn't, when we signed up to do this show, i didn't realize i needed lo- so much legal information
1: sure i didn't know i signed up i just thought i thought i'm paying like community service forward yeah, exactly you're right 10 years ago high school kids could have done this with photoshop right easily yeah. could have been a thing would have required a little more effort it's the same thing then it's the same thing it was when you were in, in high school right they could have just painted it in oil on canvas da vinci could have just put Thank together you. a nude Thank on can't no nothing <laughs> man today is not a laughter day is it Oil on <laughs> canvas, hard That's, time, make his own paints, charcoal. No? Well, no. Okay. Uh, cave drawing. We didn't, drawing. Have, oil, but we didn't have oil paints back we, then. There's I a cave it. drawing. I love of... the
0: idea that you, we lived in the future, but, you know. <laughs> Iceland is shaking. Iceland is on high alert for volcanic eruption. with a state of emergency declared and almost 4,000 residents evacuated from their homes. Yeah. There is considerable risk of an eruption on or just off the Ridgings Peninsula, about 30 miles from the capital of Reykjavik, according to the Icelandic Meteorological Office. The region has been shaken by hundreds of small earthquakes every day. For more than two weeks, scientists have been monitoring a buildup of magma some
1: three miles underground. I'm no geologist, but what I do know is uh, if this city's a-rockin', don't come a-knockin'. And that seems like... (laughs) No, actually, you want to know... This is interesting. At this stage, it's now possible
0: to determine exactly where the the magma might reach the surface. The interesting thing is, it goes quiet before it blows up. Oh, I'm the same way. Exactly. Exactly. Earthquake activity decreased over the weekend, which indicates a new phase of magma intrusion is occurring, says Dr. Margaret Hartley, yeah. lecturer in earth scientist at Manchester University. Previous earthquakes in the areas were all preceded by decreases in seismic activity. Sure. So this isn't necessarily an indication that the volcanic unrest is dying down.
1: I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense because those quakes are magma pushing through layers of rock, I think. So at some point that, you know, stops and pressure builds up and then it pushes through the surface, I would guess. Again, I'm no geologist. I look at geology as a... As a discipline, I like, go, oh, man, that just seems boring as shit. But then you get stuff like oh, that, no, and you're no. like, "Whoa, that's yeah, it's super amazing cool, right?" It's like, yeah, no, geology. Also, I have a friend who's a geology, uh, you know, wizard, f- and it's fascinating. It's crazy to me that we have zero fucking idea what's at the core of this rock we sit on. Like, we've got some ideas, but every 20 years, they're like, "Nope, that's wrong." You can't actually get any visibility past like what, like 12 miles of depth. Like it's pretty the, hot down there. You just can't do anything, and you're sure. just like, that's kind of crazy to think about that you just can't go inside the ball past 12 miles. Meanwhile, what's the diameter of the Earth in in non-metric units and make-believe units? Six feet. Plus or minus. No, it's like eight. It's like eight thousand miles in diameter. We can't get twelve miles down or something like that, right? Which is like, what is yeah, that? Yeah.
0: An Eruption is not expected to cause the kind of ash cloud created by volcanic eruption back in 2010, which caused chaos to the global air travel industry.
1: Uh, volcanic eruptions are extremely bad for air travel. And by the way, we figured this out the hard oh, way. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. When they just be like, oh look, it's a cloud. We're gonna fly through it. And they're like, well, how come we're interested? Don't, don't do work? that. Yeah, that's really bad. <laughs> like. So now they fly around that shit, which is great or ground it, which is which is not so yeah. great, but better than better than flying. Anyway. Okay, enough of the headlines up next we're going to talk about Epic Games suing Google. There's a live stream on The Verge that I cannot take my eyes away from following this trial. It's the TikTok of what's happening in the court. It, if you're a super nerd and you care about these things and these two Goliaths going at it, it's been just fascinating to watch. Not really two Goliaths, but one Goliath and one Yeah, it's one it's one Goliath and one David. Well, it's like a David plus.
0: The Epic Games versus Google lawsuit finally began on Monday, November 6, 2023 at a federal court in San Francisco. This follows a very similar suit, Epic Games versus Apple. Epic is alleging that Apple and Google's mobile app stores are an illegal dualopoly. Now, I've been trying to avoid saying anything to you and having a discussion with you about this ahead of time because I wanted to get our fresh takes right
1: here, right now. But um, we, for some reason, we just can't stop sending things to each other. Full disclosure, listener, I literally sent Jeff, I was very excited to send Jeff uh, <laughs> excerpts from a, an email Email from Barry Diller relating to
0: this case, relating, relating to, to the this case, case. Yeah. precisely. Yeah, because it's a it's a huge and important case. It is. It will have long lasting effects on on both ecosystems, depending upon how it comes down. And by the way, I don't think necessarily it's going to rule in Epic's favor. Sure, but I think it will cause in the future Epic to be able to change laws. Now, let me back up and sure. catch catch everybody up on what's going on. Epic Games wanted to put Fortnite onto the iPhone. They wanted to put Fortnite onto Google Android. Very much wanted to have have yep. Fortnite on there. It's meant an enormous amount of revenue because they take both Apple and Google from their play stores a 30% cut of all revenue including yep. in-app purchases any initial cost I think Fortnite was free to download though right yeah I believe so, so there was no initial it nope. wasn't no initial cost it's literally yep. just in-app purchases could could you play I think you could, on the on the computer, you could play Fortnite absolutely for free. I believe. And skins and things didn't actually give you a, a, a benefit uh, in in terms uh, of gameplay. Some play. did.
1: I mean, you have both, right? You've got I don't ones think that are cosmetic. In, in get... many games, you do, but I don't think yeah, it did yeah. in Fortnite. Uh, and maybe they charge some nominal fee to purchase it I don't remember. It's irrelevant because it's not where they make all their money, right?
0: Epic makes their money from in-app purchases, right? Yeah. Okay, so Google and, and Apple were really salivating over that 30% that they would get. In fact, as we found out in court, Google once offered Epic Games $147 million to launch Fortnite Fortnite on the Play Store, exclusive because for some exclusive time period, I believe. No, just to put it on, I believe. It's the fear that, that developers would make games that they wouldn't put on oh, the Google oh, Play Store. Oh, I see. I they see. were afraid gotcha, others gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. would follow Fortnite's lead and never come to the Play Store and never come to the iPhone. Yeah. They would just stay as a web game. Yeah. So they were offered them $147 million bucks. Google deemed it the contagion effect and estimated it could lose anywhere from 130 to $250 million without Fortnite and maybe $3.6
1: billion wow. if others followed suit. I do think I'm wrong, by the way, just looking at this. I think it did launch as an initial purchase cost when it launched in 17.
0: On the iPhone and, and on Google? I think on all on platforms.
1: Android. I want to say on all platforms. You didn't you didn't pay anything for it on the PC. Maybe not the PC, but on the gaming consoles, I think you did. I'm
0: a little bit surprised because I think the whole experiment was, let's make a free game and see if we can sure. make up everything we need to make up financially for it, as in-app purchases. And, in, in, and even more interesting, as in-app purchases that don't affect gameplay. Yeah, exactly. Google has seemingly stayed behind the decision to pay the $147 million to Fortnite, but Epic Games is using this as additional fuel to its argument against Google's harmful practices. It's Google's second antitrust trial in two months. A separate DOJ antitrust trial is slated to kick off in Virginia early next year. That case is focused on Google's online advertising business and aims to force the company into some divestitures. This Epic case will focus on how Google treats third-party mobile developers that use its Android mobile Play Store. Both Apple and Google have been accused by developers of taking an unfair cut of revenue in in in-app payments and making
1: communication with their customers very difficult which is the part of the story that I want to talk about but I also do want to highlight that uh, where I think the bulk of their revenue has come from over the totality of Fortnite is on battle pass and battle pass is more than cosmetic it's like it gives you access to obviously I'm not a Fortnite player but it gives you access to other things inside the game updates map changes some character features it does give you more gameplay beyond just skins and dance moves hmm. and I do believe and that's like I want to say it's like 10 bucks a quarter give or take something like that it's Forty bucks a year. Okay. And I do think that's where the bulk of their, their revenue comes from. So I I didn't want it to think that it was all it's not like it's all just things that are completely innocuous and, and cosmetic. It seems to be something that's that's beyond that. I only well.
0: know about it not affecting gameplay because my kid played it. Sure. He said he always wanted to buy these things called V Bucks. Yeah. But everything they bought you was cosmetic. It didn't affect gameplay.
1: So this whole uh you know, game store charges too much, the app store charges too much, thirty percent like this is this is the crux of their argument, right? Is that yeah. they're they're overcharging and the, the It's a duopoly. I still kind of think that's a bunch of bullshit. Like if you really... Because? Well, their point has been, if you want to launch your own app store, go launch your own app store. Like do it all yourself. Well, you can't do that on Apple. Well, Apple... You can
0: do it on Google, but it's nearly impossible because as you do it, you're going to get hit with First of all, it's like even if you just want to sideload an app, it's like 16 steps, sure. 16 distinctive steps. Okay. As we learned from this court case, uh, which which, and yeah, every
1: and every step along the way, they're telling you how you're ruining your phone by doing how this. you could be. Yes. Which is 100 yeah. percent fucking factual. Like I don't this is where I get I get wrapped around the axle. Let's set Apple aside for a 2nd and Let's talk about mm-hmm. Google and this Google case here. If you're loading shit that's outside of the app store that that Google has stamped and said this is OK and this will likely not ruin your device. Yeah, there is risk involved. And first of all, none of it's going to ruin your hardware. You're not going to ruin
0: hardware with software. You could nearly impossible. It's nearly possible. impossible. There's an instruction called "short out the battery,
1: halt and catch I, fire." <laughs> of course, that's there what is. it's called. Uh, so there's a slide. What Jeff is alluding to is there's a slide in this in the score case where they show the like 16 steps that are necessary to sideload. Yeah. Now, yeah, okay, it's 16 steps, but like. The first four are downloading the thing. It's not it's not like it's, it's a lot of clicks. It's very different than going going to the, of course going to it the Play is. Store yes. and hitting one click and hit install. And and you That's know, very different. And there's a benefit to having this smoother, less friction process, and that's part of why i think they get to charge a premium because it is a much easier experience for the user and it's vetted and they've got to support that so well
0: the, yeah they claim it's they claim it's vetted sometimes they're right sometimes they're not as we know both apple and google have had things course, slip by them that of they, course that they've missed and but they do fix it and they can pull it out right There's, how much let me let me before we move on from this because you just said and they're allowed to yeah. collect you know the the 30 they're allowed to collect how much are they allowed to collect in your mind, what do you think is a fair amount? Because there's no way around it for, for developers. Actually, there is. I'm going to come, come to that in one second. But first, there's no way around it for developers. Asterisk.
1: <laughs> you, you just Asterisk. do an audio
0: footnote? Yeah, I did. Okay. I did. How much? Is 30% the right amount? Is I, 12% the right amount? Is 50% too much? Tell me where, this, your, where the is line is and how do me, we find because the line?
1: I think this is ultimately the crux of the conversation. I think the crux of the conversation is you're charging We're six much. minutes in. Why not? We don't we don't care about really the duopoly. We care about the fact that we that we whoever set of developers think you're charging too much. Mm-hmm. And your question is what is the number? I don't really know what the number is. I want to tell you, it's whatever the market will bear. But then that comes back to the well, do you really have a marketplace if there's only one store? You don't. And I think that's that right? That's what that's what we're we're, we're trying to talk about here. Right. You, you what you do on Google, right? You do have other stores that are available. I use
0: F-Droid. It's a pain to install. You yep. have to know what you're doing. You have to be technical. Yep. So for most of the users in the world, it's, it's virtually impossible. Um, yeah, I don't think it's virtually impossible. But it's, it's not the same thing as if Google had to include the big beard entry. alternate stores available in the Play Store that people could just download. Yeah, and my, use, but my argument you
1: know, to that is once they do this, now they've got brand responsibility to make sure these stores aren't shit. And that's a real challenge. They can put ratings up and say people who've done this give this store such and such a rating and there's a
0: good chance it, it was terrible. Or most, most people had good experiences with this. Sure. They, they can tell you that. Yeah, I get, I get that they can tell you, but I also... Like, how much of an obligation do they have to promote their competition? Well, if you control the device, you might have a lot of responsibility because otherwise, you might be a if duopoly. What's
1: what's a so uh, side loading? We're saying is 16 steps. What? Wh- how many steps in a in a Play Store app? Two? Are, are we not yeah. counting search? So once you have found it, you've got to click once for detail and once to install. I don't even have to click for detail. I can hit install right away. So it's one or two is the is the yeah. lower bound, right? It's not zero. Well, it's one or two. Yeah. So 16 is too many. One or two is too low. How how many is okay? How many warning screens can you put in? Much like if 30% is too much, well, how many are okay? I don't know. I don't I'm not claiming to know the answer. They add a hell of a lot more value than um, electronic funds transfer. The credit card fees. The well, fees you're paying for so that credit cards. That's yes. If you were just
0: paying credit card fees, you'd pay in the neighborhood of probably Yeah. Two and a half, three yeah. percent somewhere in the neighborhood. Blended. So the fact that they've got twenty eight more percent coming their way. Yeah. Clearly they're paying for a lot more than EFT. Of course. They're making an enormous amount of profit off of this, which is fine. Nothing wrong with making a profit. At what point though? At, is thir- if 30% is okay, is 50% okay? Is sure. 60% okay? If I told you 90%, are you good with 90%?
1: 99%. Yeah. I mean, at some point, people will just stop making shit. For some developers, for some categories of apps, we may already be there. I wonder, and, and I'm, I'm no expert on this, but like... sure. Does it make sense to have it be some sort of stepped, like it like it, it, starts to scale down as you ramp up so that you don't have apps like Fortnite that are, are paying a third of a billion dollars in their first Although year of those would be the
0: Although those would be the apps that could pay it, the ones who are, it's harder, if you're charging 30% for the people who are doing this for the first $10 million of revenue, sure. those people need their revenue even more than those sure. who are making a billion dollars in revenue, or $2 billion, $10 billion, yeah. whatever.
1: I don't know what the right answer is. I, I don't think it's a hell of a lot less than, I don't think it's 5%. How much to the App Store? In addition to credit card fees. And you're getting that all built in for free with the, with the app store. It's not for free. It's far from for free. Well, it's it's built into your costs, right? You're not paying an additional. Yeah. There's not an additional fee on top of that. You're getting testing suite. You're getting development suite. You're getting all this other stuff that sort of comes with it. Mm-hmm. And I do think that's valuable.
0: I can get third party testing suites. I can get I certainly can get free outside I, testing suites and know, development
1: suites. I don't, I don't know how good they are, but OK, sure. You got to go pay for well, it. A lot of apps is. are
0: made in things other than than Google's. Uh, app, app Studio. App Studio. Yeah.
1: yeah. Other than their App Studio, Flutter, React, Eclipse. But I think the vast majority of them are written in App Studio, just like the vast majority of of iOS apps or next code, There is some number, like, you know, this is kind of your point, like what does it look like? I think 30%, as it, if I put on my developer hat, mm-hmm. it does start to feel like an upper bound, right? I think you start getting to 50%, like maybe past that. No, like you're not making the pizza, I'm making the pizza. Let me
0: explain, well, let me explain one more thing for the listener just yeah, so that sure. it's clear. This is only for digital goods that you're paying 30%. Yeah. When you use the app and you go on Amazon and you buy some item, you aren't paying 30% to Google for that item. The money is going to Amazon because that's a physical good. However, if you are using Netflix on your phone and you were to subscribe to Netflix, Google would get 30% of that revenue from that subscription, which is why Netflix does not allow you to use your credit card to uh, subscribe on the phone. Google is very restrictive with how they'll let you say this. They can't say, click this link, go to our website and and pay your thing. They can't say any of that. What they say is there's no way to subscribe to Netflix on uh, your phone. We're so sorry. This is uh, an inconvenience. Our our deepest apologies. Literally, that's as far as close as they can come to saying it, they leave it up to you to figure out, go to the web, you can sign up
1: there. And this is where my opinion on, hey, this is okay for the app store starts to break down a little bit. So they call this steering. Yeah. I look at this and I go, well, I get it. If you're sidestepping this, you know, you're, you're not getting the, you're not paying for the benefit of all these things that you've gotten. And I do look at that and I go, well, okay, I understand, of course, the business case for why you do it.
0: It is hundreds and hundreds, perhaps billions of dollars for Netflix that they can maintain. They literally determined that they would not be profitable if sure. they were paying 30% of the subscriptions to Google. Sure. You can just that in raise the price to the consumer another 30% I,
1: I do think there's a path here I guess what I kind of hope to see is a couple things maybe the fee comes down a little bit I don't think you're coming down to 5% I think you're coming down to maybe 20% at best 20 25% something like that I could see steering being a thing that's allowed I could see some sort of rate card that's not bullshit I think the EU wants
0: steering to to be allowed they be may allowed, have yeah. I, I don't I don't know where they stand on that but I think they were pushing for steering to be allowed. I could see steering it. steering just so it's really clear steering, steering is putting that little link that's connects you to yeah. to a uh, a website that allows you to pay for things on the website.
1: I'd like to see a little bit of um, sort of structure around steering, like even something's just as simple as you can only shell out to your own domain for whatever the certs are that you have in your in your APK or your your iOS build. Where uh, where I see this, by the way, and this drives me. This really does upset me, and and I don't know why isn't more attention uh, paid to it. So uh, a lot of app applications will allow you to log in using third parties like Google or Facebook uh, or Microsoft or whatnot, which is great. I think that's good. You have less credentials sprinkled around and you're using a central source of auth. That's lovely. Except when you're in an app and it says, oh, use Google, and then you click the button and then it takes you to a window that says, hey, this is Google, you're logging in, but there's nothing. There's no metadata around this. I don't know that it's actually Google Site and that it's actually Google Cert. I don't know what the fuck they're using as a browser. I have to trust that the app is doing the right thing, right? And that to me is a real risk that uh, nobody seems to address even in iOS land. And I'm not. I quite think sure. That's going,
0: I think that's going away because the passwords are
1: passkeys. If you yeah, if you haven't used passkeys,
0: you should definitely play around and use passkeys. They're really amazing.
1: So I look at this and I go, okay, well, you know, what is what does Epic
0: like? What do they want here? You think like where do they want to end up? Epic has its own game store. If you've ever seen it on the PC, yeah. Epic, Epic Hawks Games, yep. they want to be able to have their own game store eventually. I think that's where they're leading. What they're saying right now, I mean, the the, the fight they're fighting is that the 30% is is userous yeah. and you can't get around it any other way, and you have not a gaming device... Because a gaming device, if you were on it, if you were on a Switch, Nintendo yep. Switch, or you were on, 360 you know, um, or Xbox
1: or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I'm
0: trying to think of what that other one is that, that uh, PlayStation. All, the, all the kids use. No, there's another one that's quite, quite. Valve, Steam, if you were Steam. on that, it would cost you 30%, but that device only does one thing. They have no other way of making any money. It literally is just a game machine. They're, it's not a I, multi-use device.
1: I don't understand why that is okay, but then 30% on Apple and Google is not. To get
0: the price down on the hardware, basically, is making no money. They would not break even, that hardware would be, Prohibitively expensive if you weren't getting a good chunk of the the revenue. Now it's thirty again. It's thirty percent the right number. I have no idea. Whatever it is. Getting back to the, your original question, though, I, I think yeah, I think Epic wants to be able to have ultimately their game store. I don't think they do on the device. I think it's, I think they just want a price cut because they can put their own game store on right now. Too hard. You could do it. You can do it on but, Google. Okay, you can do it so on Apple. They want less. You win the war against Google, and now you're going to force Apple to have to do the same thing. Sure. Let's say they get it on both. I still don't think that's what they want. I think they just want less fees. Their their game store only charges developers twelve percent. Sure. Which and. Means? And a lot of that, a lot of that revenue is spent giving you uh, free free games because they're also giving yeah. yeah they're also giving away free stuff to to entice people to to come onto there. Yeah. you are correct the immediate fight that they're in is how do we get this number down from thirty percent to a more reasonable number yeah Netflix has the best model I think so far which is you just have this very cryptic screen that says. You can't enter your payment information here. We're so so sorry.
1: Yeah, totally. And yeah.
0: then leave leave that for the uh, the user people, to figure out. Figure oh, out I have to do. go to their website.
1: Yeah, that probably works well for somebody like Netflix. It probably doesn't work well for somebody that's like rando, you know, flash in the pan game, because people just aren't gonna have the interest.
0: That is not Fortnite. Ra- yeah, Fortnite of course, is not rando flash
1: yeah, in the exactly. pan game. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, the big guys that might work for. But I just wonder if where this ends up. Just trying to think about what Epic really wants and where this uh, the bigger savings is. They want to drive down the price in the, in, in the app store. And maybe, in, oh, I think this may end up is a lower cost in the application stores. And you may see app stores in the Play Store or in the app store. That might be where you end up. You sidestep all of the sideloading. South Korea has done that. That's yep.
0: exactly what they've yep. done is they've forced both companies to, to uh, allow other app stores to be
1: in the, you know, down, downloadable store. from yeah. the from the app store. Yeah, so which is interesting. And then I think, well, okay, do you put your twelve let's just let's just say for giggles that the um you know the app store says it's twelve percent. Do they push in some some cost for transactions that happen in other app stores? Probably not. Yeah, I don't think I don't think South Korea allows that. Yeah, it, it this is interesting to me because you still get the benefit of again of all this tooling and all like you know, it's like you're paying your taxes for infrastructure, use infrastructure and then being like, Ah, I don't want to pay these anymore. It's too expensive. I'm gonna to move to Florida.
0: Eleven billion dollars, you might be overpaying for tooling.
1: Let's talk real quick. Because we're going to run out of time. Yeah, here. yeah.
0: Let's talk about Barry Diller's uh, letter. Oh yeah, isn't that great? It was revealed in court. Go ahead. You want to give the, the yeah. description of what no, Barry Diller you got wrote? No, it.
1: No, it's like a, uh, what was it 2019? I think. Yeah. And Diller wrote this this email to, to Barry someone. Diller.
0: For you don't, for those of you who don't know, runs IAC, which is has a lot of of. of Important internet properties. Yep. Uh, VRBO is the one that that he was addressing directly. Uh, VRBO is it's sort of like Airbnb. A, it's like Airbnb. And as he was saying, over the years, this the number of the number of people who visit the website their their VRBO yeah. website has not changed. Yeah. Yet their costs have changed from I forgot what the beginning was. Twenty two million dollars. Five
1: x or ten x.
0: It's tiny, like and it yeah. went up. It went up more than ten x. Yeah. So I, I I get what they're saying on the surface. The services are saying, hey, we're still spending the but same. The, but the number of people who went to
1: the site didn't change. Yeah, which I get. I mean, to me, that just means acquisition costs have gotten higher. For the most part, I don't think those are artificially inflated. That is the market. The market is saying, these are more valuable. I'm going to spend more money trying to get these leads. In this case, they were getting pushed down the search results page because of Google's own property sure. that did the same thing. And this is where it gets really interesting to me because I look at that and I go, well, on its surface, it's pro consumer. You're giving a better option to the consumer, right? If Google's pushing into this and saying, well, here's inventory you're going direct. Why is Google's VRBO a better product? Because uh, I'm outside of the ecosystem of just Expedia or or VRBO, like I'm getting the aggregate of all of them, which is what a search engine has well, always you should done.
0: Get, you should, but why should Google get to go
1: first necessarily? Because it's their fucking because they, search engine.
0: Because they
1: their search and engine. And if they yeah. know what you want, if they know better than anybody else what you want and they give it to you, that's great. But
0: they're not giving you necessarily what you want. They're giving you what they want to give you. They were, they're giving you their information right up top. Yeah, but in in most cases, at some point, if we're all using the Google search engine, yeah, it's a monopoly, and you can't do that. If we're all using AT and T for our long distance, ninety uh-huh. percent of the long distance business is AT and T. If ninety percent of the oil business is Standard Oil, yeah. if American Tobacco Company dominates the cigarette business, yes, congratulations, you ran your business very well. You might have cheated. We don't know. There's other things you, that could factor in. I mean, you might have stifled competition, but maybe you just ran your business really well and you have
1: 90% of the market. That's a monopoly and we will break you up. You have been extremely good at running your business. We would now like to penalize you for being extremely good at running your business. But that's I've what happens that. that's
0: what happens when you cross over to that level of being the dominant of anything. You're sure. you you now have a different set of rules you have to play by because you you control too much of the market and we've done that forever. That's exactly what we've done when we bust trusts. That's exactly what we've done when, when we bust monopolies. But
1: the but but the entire point of the antitrust laws was to be pro consumer.
0: What's best for the comp- the consumer is almost I can't think of a single time where it, it what's best for the consumer isn't competition. I agree. And, you, and the minute you start to not have competition
1: because someone is so dominant in the marketplace. Now you're anti-consumer. I still think you want you, you your competition needs to have, especially in, in the land of technology, some guardrails around it, some basic guardrails. I
0: got I got to interrupt us. I, sure. I, I want to go on this and maybe we'll come back to this another, another day. But we are completely out of time quickly before we split. Have you seen or read anything good this week? I'm oh, so sorry. We have to. I have to cut that was you a off. Hard,
1: we I'm, I, mean, I know. I apologize. I'm just about, we're, just, I'm we're out just of time. Thinking about the ghost of Sherman, and I just uh, all antitrust, and now I got to switch gears <laughs> into what I've seen. What was his first name? Oh, John. John Sherman. John Sherman, my good friend. Okay. It is crazy to me though that the Sherman Act is 130 years old. Like, right. That is kind of crazy. Crazy good, not crazy bad. Crazy good. It's held up. You know, it's um, held up. It, <laughs> apparently, it has. Which, which is, which. Also, Amazing, which but also kind of gives me pause. Like, think about how different the landscape is today than it was 130 years ago. Like, maybe that thing should be revised. But
0: the idea behind it, I, I again, we're out of time, so let me just say, yeah, yeah. the idea behind it, I think, is still the correct idea, and 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 there is a lot of case law that's based on it. So we do have some reference to how we've treated other things. Ma Bell just being one example.
1: Have I seen or done anything good? Do? it? Yes. Uh, as the pattern that I like to continue are things that I've seen that nobody else can. I don't know if that makes me just feel elite or I just don't actually do anything. I think the whole point of this is to
0: try to recommend things that other people can do that you've done that's cool yeah well, that you
1: like i mean okay so uh, this would fit kind of in that what you got what um, you got i don't i don't get to do the fun things that you get to do like you know watch uh tv shows and oh i know because you have young films. young children i have sure. i have two well you call them children i call them parasites life parasites <laughs> it's very <laughs> similar they, people tell me they're symbiotic I don't know when that happens Right now they are just parasites Anyhow I went to one of my son's Classmates birthday parties And it was a, a Taylor Swift theme party Which I'm sure there are many of Sure However this one Had a Taylor Swift impersonator Which was awesome She was good She was really good Like she, the kids loved her And she would sort of You know sing along And they and, all know the songs They all know the songs Right And like the kids are dancing Having fun And took pictures When I took a selfie with her I put the camera far enough away We're like Okay it Could be Taylor Swift You could buy it Yeah I mean I said it to my friends, and everyone was like, "She's in South America." We know this isn't true. And I was Is like, "Is there any possible way you can put the link to the picture in the show notes so that people uh, can see I'm it? sure I could? I've never seen it. I'd love to see it." I don't have the picture of me with the impersonator. I just have the picture of me actually with Taylor. Swift. Okay. Whatever picture you want to put up. That's what (laughs) I want to see. Some picture you want me to post in (laughs) there. I will post it on the nonsense. um, The nonsense Twitter feed for all to enjoy. Also known as X.com, which I hate to use. How about you? Have you seen anything? Can you beat the Taylor Swift impersonator? I think
0: I might be able to. The saint of second chances. Bill Veek was a legendary major league baseball franchise owner and promoter known for his over the top personality and show stopping ballpark stunts, giveaways, exploding scoreboards and even luxury. Luxury suites at stadiums were some of his inventions Wait, what's a, an exploding scoreboard oh like if you hit a home run fireworks go off. Oh, like he was a oh, guy yeah. to do that. All, all that stuff is oh, stuff that's he invented. so cool. Yeah, yeah. At different times, he owned the White Sox, the Cleveland Guardians, which were then the Cleveland Indians and the St. Louis Browns, which are now the Baltimore Orioles. Bill and his son, Mike, revolutionized modern baseball with outrageous marketing schemes. But one time, Mike went too far, leading to what's now known as Disco Demolition Night. The stunt ended in a violent riot and became one of the most disastrous promotions in MLB history. When Bill sold the White Sox in the early 1980s, Mike's career sputtered. He was Blackballed from the MLB, fell in debt, and grew desperate to get back in everyone's good graces. This is the story of a guy who struggled to be a good son and accidentally became a great dad. It's an absolutely incredible story
1: on Netflix now, which you cannot buy in the App Store. Which you cannot <laughs> buy in the just App Store. Just to tie it back to the episode, this sounds super cool. I also love the idea of with the like the origin stories for all this crazy shit we take for granted now in sporting events. Oh, right? luxury suites, like luxury I mean, that's suites. That's just crazy. Yeah, it's hard to imagine going to games. Like, of course, I can remember it because I'm not that old. From I'm, uh, let me rephrase Dodger it. Dodger
0: Stadium, Dodger Stadium. Yeah, you know when it was built, had no luxury had no, had suites. No, yeah, I
1: mean I remember going to Tiger They're Stadium. They're all cantilever.
0: That's yeah. a marvel of engineering <laughs> that those luxury suites exist. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's crazy. Uh, this sounds super cool. You said it's on Netflix. On Netflix now. Check it out. I have to check that out. That is the episode. Thank you for joining us for all this nonsense. A truly terrible podcast from our awful company. This is on the web at nonsense.productions. I'm Steve Diddle. I'm Jeff Parker. If you like this program, please follow, download, subscribe, and like it. Apple, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify, our favorite Overcast, wherever you get your. podcast from podcastindex.org special thanks to our floor director tony von pervier he's french thank you tony we'll be here every thursday morning for more nonsense please join us is tony actually french nope he's argentinian (laughs)